Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. Hey, Todd. Hello, Curtis. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I keep getting older and they keep getting, no. How's he saying? What is it? I keep getting older and they just stay the same. <laughs> Which is kind of creepy, actually. Well, it's way creepy. Oh, hey. Hey, welcome to another episode of the 70s, 70s Buzz. Buzz. Podcast. Hey, Todd, what's going on, man? Well, we're going to do a little uh, review of a movie that was made in 1993, but it was about growing up in the 70s. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was based, set in 1976. Yeah, so a slight departure from uh, what we normally do, but we're going to try and relate the movie Dazed and Confused, which is about the year... 1976. We'll, we're going to try to relate that to how a lot of the film we we kind of uh, felt like we grew up in the same kind of deal. Yeah, like that white car, that older white car that they that the younger kids are in. It reminds me of your old white car. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, thank you guys for checking in. If you have not seen Dazed and Confused, it is a 19. 19- 93 movie we highly suggest if you love the 70s um to go check it out if you haven't seen it uh, i wouldn't say that it's ever going to win any oscars what it's it's not the best film as far as plot and character development and and things like that but if you like if you just want to watch a fun and you know it's kind of like on the verge of a comedy i wouldn't call it a comedy no it's kind of uh, there are some funny parts it's not a documentary. No. It's just a, it's about a. It, it, it's kind of like a 70s version of American Graffiti. Right. And then other people I've heard compare it to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of a, yeah. 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 Or even a, I compare it to maybe a Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's yeah. just, it's just a, something that happened on one day. And, and it's so, a one day movie. Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of get into more on what it is. So it's kind of like our review, but I think more of that. Let's just kind of talk about what what relates in the movie to what we actually experienced in high school and in the seventies. Well, you, you've said in the past that I I remind you of the uh, that one character. Um, the heck was the it? one that got in the fight. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't remember. I haven't memorized everybody's <laughs> names. Although I've seen the movie, I bet I've seen it 
20 times. Yeah, I, and I actually downloaded it and watched it the other day because I wanted to have it fresh in my head. And I was going to try to find that catch name. What the heck was it um, in the movie? Uh, yeah, it'll come to me in a sec, maybe. Um, so anyway, why, why would anybody do a movie about 1976, Mr. Wheeler? Because it was the greatest decade known to man. Yes, it was. Oh, well, we need to do some shout outs, too. Oh, real quick. Uh, please go to iTunes. Somebody left us a new uh, review and... Uh, comment on there. Thank you so much. You guys, please go there. Leave us some more comments. Our email, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Uh, please go to bcmerk.com. Uh, take your pictures if you buy a t-shirt. We have 70s Buzz podcast t-shirts. If you buy one, take a picture, send it to us. We'll get uh, Dave Balls on the uh, Facebook page oh, here yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, you should do that or send it to me Yeah, and I'll do it. Uh, yeah, uh, shout out to Jerry Lang. He, uh, he uh, he had some uh, procedures done here recently, but he's doing better, and he's actually going to be uh, on the show with us here in a couple weeks. Uh, Talking about bionic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here. Have, did I mention this last time? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, my Farrah Fawcett poster picture. Oh, you told me about it, yeah. Is going to be used in an upcoming ABC two-hour special on Farrah Fawcett. Actually, this month, so May of 2019. So if you're watching that... And you see the young kid holding up the Farrah Fawcett poster. That would be me. We need to post that picture on. Yeah, I'll on, get that posted over there on our Facebook page. Yeah, and uh, if and and somebody please email us if you're younger. Like if you didn't, if you weren't even close. Like if you were born in like the '90s and you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, send us an email and tell us why you enjoy the '70s so much. We'd love to hear. Um, some of the people that didn't grow up in the seventies, why why you enjoy the seventies so much? Uh, okay, now did you did you see what? Um, uh, I see Kelly Karsheret Conception wrote. No, she said. Well, maybe I don't know. She said she's watching Convoy to see what all the buzz quote is oh. about. <laughs> she hadn't seen Convoy, huh? Yeah, oh. I hope she wasn't too disappointed. Oh, such uh, a! It's it, the thing about Convoy. It was more about the song and not the movie. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, Ted Martinez chimed in. He says, "I'm totally stuck in the '70s." Uh, where did the? How come when I click on that, it's oh? And then uh, somebody else. Oh, <laughs> crazy, stupid, stupid phone. And then um, Julio Concepcion. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, I, yeah. Just say the first name. <laughs> Julio. He, he he chimed in too. I think he must be related to the Kelly, other one uh -oh. to Kelly. Cool. Yeah, well, anyway. we we greatly appreciate you guys listening. So yeah, uh, and, and keep sending us in. messages on Facebook or email or iTunes or wherever you listen to us. So let's hop in. I'm going to give a quick synopsis of the movie. Synopsis. I guess this is kind of what they say. It's now. I don't know if I'd consider it a coming of age film. It was. It happened in one day. How can you come of age in twenty four hours? I don't know. May twenty eighth, nineteen seventy six. Yeah, coming of age that follows the mayhem of a group of rowdy teenagers in Austin, Texas, and it was actually filmed in Austin, Texas, celebrating the last day of high school in nineteen seventy six. The graduating class heads for a popular pool hall and joins an impromptu keg party. However, star football player Randall Pink Floyd, who was played by Jason London, 
has promised to focus on the championship game and abstain from partying. Meanwhile, the incoming freshmen try to avoid being hazed by the seniors, most notably the sadistic bully Fred O'Banion, played by <laughs> Ben Batman. Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> so, uh, so the cool thing, one of the cool things about the movie, well, the coolest thing about the movie is the music. Yeah. We'll get that to in, in a minute. But one of the other cool things about the movie, filmed in 1993, was all of the unknown actors, mm-hmm. uh, Matthew McConaughey, Ben Affleck, and we'll name off a whole bunch of others. But the reason we're doing the show about it is when we watch the movie, I swear there's not a, I don't know that there's a character in the movie that I can't relate to somebody we went to high school with. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to find your character. Oh yeah, which character? Hmm. Well, you said I was Mike. So if I was Mike, you must have been his buddy, Carl. Which no, one? no, I wasn't Carl. Carl was uh, the young kids. Uh, See, I kind of relate maybe to the the young kid, the pitcher that they were trying to haze. Mm, that was uh, Mitch. Mitch. Mitch Kramer. Now, the thing about this movie is it is unlike any of the John Hughes movies, you know, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, because this is not really about life-changing drama. It's just like about one day, uh, drama-free, really, just about kids remembering. (laughs) I don't know if you'd say it's drama-free. Those poor kids were getting their... You know, you well, hadn't but, got into the paddling. This, yeah, but that's not really drama. That's just a ha- hazing. Um, so anyway, um, the the so the, the title "Dazed and Confused" was taken from a Led Zeppelin song, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, <laughs> when the director tried to get uh, rights to the Led Zeppelin songs, they weren't releasing songs to movies at that point. Now, Jimmy Page said yes. John Paul Jones said yes. Jason Bottoms, I guess he was gone by then. But, oh, yeah. But um, the other guy said no. Let's see. What, what the heck was his name? Who'd you say? The main guy. Oh, um, yeah, Robert Plant. Robert Plant said no. Robert yeah. Plant says no to a lot of things. He's just a, he's a stinker. Well, the cool thing, and we'll and again we'll get to it, but yeah, the the music is one of the coolest parts of the movie, and I think that's why I can watch it so much because mm-hmm. usually I'm on the computer and I'm working, and so I can watch it but not have to watch it, and mm-hmm. I just listen and all those cool songs come on, and um, so uh, anything I'm trying to think, uh, I'll name some cast members real quick. So you guys, if you have not seen it. Um, Jason London, uh, maybe I'm not sure if a lot of people know who that is. Matthew McConaughey, Adam Goldberg, Anthony Rapp, um, Cole Hauser was one of the uh, football players. Now, how come I can't ever think of how to say her name? Mila Jov- yeah. Jovovich. Jo- 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 Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. 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 Jojovitz. Jojovitz. And um, Joey Lauren Adams, Ben Affleck. Affleck. Uh, Parker Posey. I love Parker Posey. What's he been in? No, she. Oh, what's she been in? <laughs> she, uh, she, well, um, 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 the girl that shoots the arrows, the Hunger Games. She was in Hunger Games. Oh. But she's been in a ton, ton of other movies, too. Uh, and then Nikki Cat. Nikki Cat's the one that picks the fight at the at the party. He's the skinny head that pulls off his shirt. 
Nicky Cat. He's been in a lot of movies as well. Oh, 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 oh. He's the one that uh, that uh, that my character might not exactly my, said somebody smoking and yeah, got yeah. See, see, I thought people who smoked marijuana were really cool and laid back. It wouldn't be all well. And some of the reviews, that's what people say is. So real quick, let me just point out again. <laughs> please don't take this movie too seriously. Not a don't serious don't look for a, a thick plot. Don't. What they did was they squeezed a lot of cliches, a lot of things that happened in the seventies into a one day scene. So it is definitely unrealistic that that's all these kids did was smoked marijuana and drank. That's not the point. The point is you can find something in what they did that day that you could probably associate with when you grew up and went to school. He, although, even like you said well, earlier, uh, Quentin Tarantino listed it as one of the be- 10 best films of all time. And that's saying something. I mean, of, I mean, all time. I mean, that's up there with like uh, uh, Godfather and, and 10 commandments. And I mean, he's putting it up there and he, you know, you think an entertainment weekly listed as the third best high school comedy. And, I mean, that's Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, I, I, I like the movie, I mean, but I don't take it too seriously. I just think it reminds me a lot of growing up in the 70s. And like, uh, yeah, especially the, the cars, mm-hmm. the clothes, and the hair. Now, the, co- the funny thing about the hair is we look back on our pictures, and yeah. I think we all had mm-hmm. hair at least down to our shoulders. Oh, yeah. Which almost everybody in, in this movie does, too. And Man. so even if you were... Somebody had said on one review that jocks didn't have long hair. I, in the 70s, I think jocks had oh, yeah. long hair. I oh, think yeah. everybody had long hair in the 70s. Well, not everybody, but yeah, by, uh, most of us did. And, it, and it, now, they didn't, have as, now they didn't have as long of hair, but n- nobody had. I mean, there was, if you had a buzz cut in the 70s, you were kind of the nerd. You know what else I noticed? Which was spot on. Kids weren't using backpacks. Oh, no. Backpack would be like you were in elementary school. Oh, yeah. You'd got beat up if you brought back. Now, every, we, nowadays, we, everybody's got backpacks. Well, yeah. Nowadays, my girls carry 50-pound backpacks full of books and computers because nobody uses lockers anymore. They don't even really know where their lockers. Whereas when we were in high school in the 70s, we relied on the locker. Mm-hmm. And, not, and the cool thing about the locker was not only was it where you could store your books— but it was where you had a little social interaction real quick. You know, you knew who mm-hmm. you had a locker mate, and then you knew usually the people that were around you. And yeah, you could decorate it. And yeah, and but you you got a few minutes to talk to to somebody. Yeah, or you'd slip notes in the little vent, uh, in little the vent, slot. Yeah, or you'd <laughs> put other stuff in there if you didn't like them. <laughs> Sometimes, but yeah, I thought the clothes in the movie were pretty pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little. More disco-ish, whereas in Oklahoma, like I didn't see a lot of Levi bell bottoms. Almost everybody had like colored disco type oh. pants and pink, but, pink wore bell bottoms. The main character, yeah, yeah. But I think I think probably in and again, this was a one day deal. They're why, trying to cover why, everything. Why are they calling pink? They, they know, never explained that. I don't know if they. Yeah, I don't know. That's that, that's a whole character building thing you were talking about earlier. There was one, not a lot of character building. No, not at all. No character development between. It was just a, it's just a one day thing, man. Did you notice uh, Pickford's egg chair in his bedroom? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, 
That was cool. And see, that was another thing. When they would go into the school, scenes in the school, scenes in the bedrooms reminded me of, mm-hmm. of what it was like. Now, in the school, did you catch the one scene where they were in shop class and they were making the bong? Yeah. Now, in, in our school, it was the art students, and we made bongs out of pottery. <laughs> so we were making... You wonder why everybody made ashtrays? <laughs> well, there was a reason we were making ashtrays. Not, I well, was they, not a dope smoker. Well, they were easy to make, too. They were easy to make. But I remember people making small little bongs, <laughs> or one, I guess one-hitters, <laughs> out, of, out of clay. Uh-huh. So where these guys were doing it out of wood, we were doing it out of... I wasn't, but... The, so the heads. So in our school, uh, Waller and Enid High, the guys that smoked dope were we called heads, right? Which was short for potheads. Yeah, and, and no disrespect, you know, it's just well, no, it's just they they would call themselves heads too, yeah. I think. So yeah. and there was the head parking lot. There was the head parking lot where usually they mostly smoke cigarettes. Every now and then somebody get a little wild and and smoke dope around the school. But back in in the seventies, there was no campus police. No, there was no. You could leave the campus. You could. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could come and go almost at will sometimes. So it was way, way different than what it is today. But so we had the heads, then we had the socies, which were, you know, kind of the rich kids, and then the, the jocks. I don't know if we called them jocks, did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jocks. And then we, I always try to figure out what we weren't banned. <laughs> we were the, the we, rest. We were just, I, that, I think that's what we were. We were like the invisible, maybe. <laughs> you know, we were, we just, we could walk down the hall and nobody would notice yeah. us. We weren't geeks. No. Um, now your sister claims we were nerds, but... I, no, uh, no. We no, there was nerds. We were definitely not nerds. No. You couldn't be... Now, here, here, was what, here was what's cool about us. Now, we didn't play sports uh, by the time we got to high school or late uh, junior high. So we were always in gym, but we were always at the top tier of the athletes in gym. So when it came to like dodgeball and things like that, we were always pretty much towards the top. And so the kids that were actually the nerds and the geeks are the ones we smashed with the dodgeballs. They were targets. They were, they were targets. So no, we, we definitely were not nerds and geeks in high school, but yeah, I think, I think we were kind of like the invisible. We just kind of floated through and we weren't really in any one. I was just trying to get through. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't cling to any one group, and and in our day there was no goth. Was there? Can you? Yeah, imagine? there was goth. Goth. Oh, goth. Do you remember anybody like dressing nope. in all black all the time? Or mm. I know that the the heads would wear black concert T-shirts a lot, but no, no, nobody really colored their hair. No, it was. Uh, but anyway, I, I thought the movie did well with the hairstyles. And especially with uh, Matthew McConaughey's hair, he, you know, there was those one dudes that just had that, it <laughs> just looked geeky, but long swath of hair. Kind of almost like a bowl cut almost. Yeah, but long. That was his third movie. It's Ben Affleck's third movie too. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you notice the guy? Now, I was, I, I thought I had a, uh, a, a, a moment. Uh-oh. Uh, the guy who played Don, Sasha Jensen. Uh-huh. He was the guy that wore the coveralls. Uh huh. And he reminded I thought, that's the same guy. And it wasn't. But I thought, that's the same guy that wore the coveralls in Warriors. Oh, uh, yeah. They, yeah. It does look like him. Different. But, but I, then I got to thinking, oh, no, it can't be because Warriors was yeah. 20 years earlier, or almost like 15 years earlier. I thought, oh, that's the same dude. And I looked him up and thought, okay, we're, you know, yeah. I, I don't see that movie in the script. And then I was like, oh, well, no. So. Yeah. No, they, they do look alike, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, another cool, funny part is the beer party. You know, they they had planned in the movie to have a party at somebody's house when Pickford's house because when we were kids, I remember. It's funny that I've kind of reconnected with Matt Inger, Mark Inger, the Inger brothers, twins, had a party. You can, I mean, I can remember most of the kids in high school that had a party at their house. The Sneerys had one. The Ingers had one. Um, I mean, I could, you know, if I sat here and thought about it. But the thing about the movie is the, the house that they were going to have the party at, the parents figured it out and decided to not leave town. So they had to move the party and I don't know, did they... It's a park. They called it um, uh, Moonlight, Moon something. Something. Park. But what we where we would go is usually I think it was just called The Farm or uh, my, One Mile Canyon. Nine Mile. Nine Mile Canyon. Nine and mile so Canyon. basically they were like just on the outskirts of town and we would all meet and somebody would bring a keg usually or... Well, we had that one, the the... the I don't know if I should say their name, but their no, don't say their their parents would actually they lived uh, kind of south and yeah. of Crescent. Uh-oh. It's a ways out oh, there. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. And they had a farm out there, and their parents would have a keg delivered and say, "Okay, you guys go out there and party, but don't leave." Yeah, of course we did. Yeah, oh yeah, but there and then but there was other another family that had a farm over northwest of town that we'd go to sometimes. So. Who's that? The ones that own a lot of real estate in town. Oh. Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> anyway, so I thought that was funny that they were out partying basically kind of like we did. If, if you couldn't find somebody's house to go party at, you moved the party out to one of those spots, and it literally was the same thing. There was people drunk, falling down, and then usually there was a fight that got started oh, somewhere. Yeah. The, that To me, that's one of the best scenes in the whole movie was the fight scene because... That happened so many times in high school where somebody, two guys got into a fight and you knew the only reason the guy that was going to get beat up got into the fight was because he knew everybody would jump in or the teachers would jump in quick enough that he wouldn't get killed, but he would at least get to say yeah. he got one lick in, you yeah. know. Yeah, you got to get that one, yeah, get that one good punch in. Yeah, so that so that was... And most of the time, I mean, all those... Punches get thrown. Most of the time, none of them land. Oh, very few. Now, I, I remember seeing one fight in, in high school that there was actually a lot of contact and a lot of blood. But most most high school fights, would there'd be swings and misses, yeah. and then there would be the grab, and yeah. then there'd be the fall to the ground, yeah. and then the struggle, and then the pull apart, and it yeah. would be over. Yeah. yeah. So that was... Uh, Another thing that you and I, I think, can connect with is the kid in the movie had an older sister. Mm -hmm. And so he was dealing with being young and being pulled into all the partiers, and his sister was part of that. And so you grew up with two older sisters. Mm -hmm. Now, yours were older, older. About four years ago. My sister was just a year older, but I had to deal with her at at school and at some parties. So that was kind of, you know, trying to... (laughs) kind of deal deal with that where you would do something at school or at a party and try to make it so your sister didn't go home and tell on you, which my sister did a lot. Told on you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well heck she was she... I know, she was ten times worse than me. But and so that, you know, when she would tell on me, the floodgates would open and I would like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Now, my sister... Okay, here's what I remember. <laughs> Our house was the party house yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, because my mom, we were, again, I think I've told a couple of times, we were latchkey kids, and my mom usually had to work two jobs to, you know, pay for everything. And so she worked out at the Air Force Base at night at the club. And so on the weekends, you know, if you're working at a a bar in a club, you got to be there on the weekends. And so we had free reign of our house on Broadway. Yeah, that blew my mind. On the weekends. And so Connie, my sister, would invite lots of friends over and would literally... Our house would be the party house, and I would catch people in my bed. I eventually had to put a padlock on my door so people would quit going into my bedroom. Yeah, you were upstairs. I was upstairs. I had the whole upstairs myself. Well, her friends would take advantage of that. Yeah. And then, but, you know, my sister not being the most sly individual, my mom would come home and there'd be like five different kinds of cigarettes in the ashtrays and, you know, a beer can here. You know, my sister never cleaned up enough to not ever get caught. <laughs> But I just remember, so weird, because we were off riding bikes with banana seats and playing hide-and-go-seek games and stuff, and then I'd come home and there'd be all these older kids drinking beer, smoking, smoking dope, doing it in in my bed, and and, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. It's funny that I wonder, I wonder what my mom ever, I'm sure, I must have told my mom why I put the padlock on my door. (laughs) I mean, it was a padlock locked on the outside. So when I would leave my room, I would padlock it. Yeah, it was a hasp. Yeah, and take the key, and they couldn't get into my room. (laughs) I was like, enough, enough of that. Yeah, I remember, like, the first time I was over over there, I was like, this is pretty wild, you know. I I, I don't know. It was probably, I don't know how long it was before I even met your mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, again, she worked two jobs, and we were there. We were at home alone a lot. I think that's why I spent so much time at Staten's. I mean, I literally yeah. spent a lot yeah. of time at Staten's house. Yeah. So. That was funny. Um, you know, it, another cool thing in the movie was the, just the dragging scenes. Because we we spent hours mm-hmm. on the weekends dragging up and down Van Buren, pulling into Sonics. Um, you know, in our part of the country, it's Sonics. I, Sonics haven't made it everywhere. But a Sonic is a drive-in restaurant and in the movie, I can't remember the name. I, I had it and I lost it. But, uh, you know, they had one place where they would drive in and pull in and talk to each other, kind of like on Happy Days. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, that was just another part of the memories of dragging and the cars and pulling up beside, the you know, a car loaded with girls and checking them out. Now, if there's a main part to this movie, it's the uh, the, the paddles. Yeah, now that's the one thing we didn't, I, I've never heard of, is the hazing. Now, now, my brother did that. This would have been in, um, see, he graduated in 73, so the early early 70s, I remember. But they didn't like, they weren't doing it to the, the younger kids coming up. They were trying to, they, if you wanted to be in a club, and he was in the, the DD club. And you got a paddle. You or? got paddled, and they, they paddled you till the paddle broke. So that was like the big rite of passage. If you could, if, and to me, I'm like, why? What, what the, what the heck? Well, it's just, yeah. yeah. Now I know that, that in the movie, there's the girls are hazing. I remember some of that went on in, in high school and I, in certain, like you say, in certain civic clubs or not even civic clubs, no. but not civic, but school clubs. Yeah. There, there was like, 
what do I want to say? Um, what am I, the word I'm trying to think? Um, initiation. Yeah. Where they would pour stuff on your head or make, right. you know, the, the funny part, one of the funny parts of the movie is where the girls had to get in the back of the pickup and go through the, the car, wash. car wash. Yeah. I don't remember anybody doing that in Enid, but it was that type of stuff. Now, now you and I and our buddies, we had a, basically all our band members, we formed a club <laughs> in, in high school. Now, I don't know if we've ever, we've probably touched on this. So we formed our own club called... <laughs> The Elmo, Elmo Club. Elmo Strange. Now, Elmo came from, we were looking f- through one of your brother's mm-hmm. yearbooks, <laughs> and I think it was a Waller, or no, it had to be it high school, because I don't think Waller had him at that time. Yeah. Anyway, a janitor. <laughs> so so on TV in the 70s, there was a golfer named Curtis Strange, mm-hmm. who was doing really well, and then we opened up the yearbook, and there was a janitor named Elmo Strange. <laughs> and I don't know, and this was before... Elmo on Sesame Street oh, yeah. was popular. Oh, oh no. it, it was. It just struck us so for funny. Some, for some reason, we we just didn't grow up with anybody named Elmo. <laughs> and when we heard that name, we thought it was just so funny. So we named our club the Elmo Club. And I remember in art class, I had we had to silk screen, and I I made a logo. I need to find that darn thing. And so I silk screen maybe five uh, sheets with our logo on it. And so we decided to let other people into our club, basically hanging out on Van Buren. And so the so everybody had a different initiation. Right. But the funny one that I love the most was we had an old abandoned house in Enid, Oklahoma, just on the outskirts of town, out by the dump, completely dark, no lights out there. It was like an old abandoned old folks' home. It yeah. was like two-story with a basement, no glass left in it, no paint left on it. It was just a wooden structure that was falling apart. We call it the insane asylum. We call it the insane asylum. And so we would go down, we would drive over there in the daytime, take something down to the basement and leave it. And then that night, if some, a, a boy, if a, if a guy wanted to be in our club, we would take him out there at night and he would have to go in I can't remember who we made go in there. Ron Carpenter. Did it? Was it Ron? Yeah. Okay, so he had to go in and go down to the basement and get that out by himself. Now, the girls, we were a little easier yeah. on. We made them like go into Winchell's and pay for donuts with pennies or something, like, something real easy, goofy stuff. But yeah, so we had a. I, I was just amazed that anybody wanted to be in our club. Well, and then, <laughs> and then so Ron Carpenter, if you're listening, I don't know that we ever really initiated Ron into the club, but for somehow Ron went and got a t-shirt made that said Elmo club on it. And he is the only stinking one of us in the yearbook with an Elmo club t-shirt on. Yeah. I don't even think we had, we didn't have t-shirts. He just went and had it made. Yeah. Yeah. So that, (laughs) so we, we need to, we need to reform the Elmo club or something. Maybe. Why? Why? We didn't do anything. Nostalgia. Oh yeah, I guess, you know, we can, Print some T-shirts up. I know. I'm going to find that logo. So um, (laughs) here was here's one thing that I thought was funny. When when you see the coaches in the movie, Uh they have on those coaches shorts and those socks and those socks, the knee high two ringers. Oh yeah. And the and then the attitude. We had, uh, gosh, we had a school full of coaches that were just like those guys. Okay, now this brings up a plot hole. Uh oh. So the seniors were the ones that were passing out the SWATs to all these other yes. kids. But the coaches, they were making them sign this piece of paper that said they wouldn't be partying and drinking and all this stuff. And, 
you know, so they'll be good to go and all this stuff. And they talked about, they kept talking about next fall, next fall, you know, play football next fall. You're going to play football next fall. Oh, that's true. And I'm like, hang on. I thought they were seniors. So that's a pretty big plot hole. Maybe, maybe Pink wasn't, he couldn't have been a senior because he was trying to decide whether he was going to go back and play or not. And he was given swats. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, dazed and confused. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know that we've talked about that a whole lot. If you have not seen the movie, a, I guess a large, I guess there is a plot. One of the plots in the movie is the senior, supposed seniors, will seek out what, freshmen? Uh, sophomores. Well, they were, they, were, they were in ninth grade. They're going to be in 10th grade, so they'd be sophomores. And for some reason... To get into high school, a senior had to find you and paddle you, and and then you were basically initiated into yeah. high school. And so a, part, a large part of the movie was the seniors chasing some of these younger kids and then the younger kids defying them mm-hmm. and doing things back to them. Yeah. So so there was kind of a plot in yeah. part of it. Yeah. And then O'Banion, uh, Ben Affleck, he was like the, the he, mean he, one. He, he took it a little too seriously. Yeah, he, he got way too into it. Yeah. Pink was cool. Pink was cool. Uh, pool hall. Now we didn't really hang out at the pool. The more, thing we had more of an arcade. Yeah, we had we had Q Spot, which was a pool hall, but mm-hmm. we didn't really like on Friday or Saturday night. You know, pull into there and hang out. No. Like maybe during the day, we'd go in there and play some video games. But uh, the Eagle Arcade and Putt Putt, we were we played more video. Yeah, we played more video, but that was maybe late 70s. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the scenes, they were taught, they tossed the bowling ball out of the car. <laughs> we did that. We had a... a at air, at, a, at a, uh, a wall. Uh, yeah, an area in Enid uh, was called the fairgrounds, and out there by the fairgrounds, there was like a long, it was like a kind of a cement parking area, but it was long enough that it was like a road, and at the end of it, there was like a... I don't know, three foot high wall. And so we would, uh, we got a bowling ball and we drove as quickly as we could and launched that ball out the window and it smashed against that wall. And then we'd go and we'd find shopping carts and we'd go through parking lots and. You know what, you know what we did that they didn't do? The fire extinguisher. Oh, the, oh yeah, the fire extinguisher and the change in the, the words on the, the signs. Oh, the yeah. arrow signs. We, we were very notorious. Gosh, should we even talk about those things? Because there's probably still people in town that are still looking for us. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations has run out. Well, it has, but not for their. I mean, there could be a business owner there that's still got a, <laughs> a grudge against us. Yeah. Uh, so, so what people, they're trying to, they're, they're like, what are you talking about? We had these signs. We don't have any more because they're... They, it was popular in the 70s. Yeah, they had this uh, sign that had a big arrow on top of it, and you could change the wording on the letters. You just slid the letters in. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's kind of like a marquee that's up higher. But, you know, we we would see a sign. we think, how can we rearrange that to say something funny? We And we'd run up there and change the change the wording and stuff. And uh, Yeah, so, so basically we'd park across the street, and, you know, it would say something, and we'd get our thinking caps on and we'd say okay we could make it say this now we didn't like use like the f word or or s word i mean we but we may we use some we use the t word one time vulgar language not super bad so we would run yeah so when no traffic was coming we would run across the street switch as many letters as we could till a car was coming we'd go back and we did so many signs 
that I wish I wish we could. I'm gonna have to go to the library and go to the archives of the newspaper. There was actually an article. What? Yeah, you don't you don't remember that? There was what? a there was a write up in the paper about, and we were called vandals. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it was the business owners were tired of the vandals changing the letters, and there was like a little write up on us. We left, I mean, we didn't steal the letters, we left oh, them no. all. No, but we changed it to say <laughs> not so nice things sometimes. Hey, we got them free publicity in the paper. Yes, we did. I'll have to go eat a news and giggle. Yeah, we I can't even at... think of what year that would have been, but that was so that was one thing that we did. We were driving, so yeah, another thing that we did that was. To this day, I don't know that I've ever done anything funnier, maybe almost as funny, but not funnier, was you got a hold of, of your buddy in Oklahoma City brought up a fire extinguisher. Pat, now, Bump, Pat Bumpus. Now, these are these were the kind of fire extinguishers that were just a big silver metal container and, water. and had a screw on top. You'd unscrew it, fill it halfway full of water, screw it back on, and then it had like a little... It's, it's called a Spitzer valve. Spitzer valve. Like it, on your On bicycle, a bicycle tire. Your tire. Yeah, so you'd tire. take a, a bicycle pump, and you'd pump it up, and that would pressurize it, and then you would hit the handle, and that sucker would go, what, 20 yards, 30 yards? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I remember that one time we squirted over two cars into the window of another car. And and we ended up with we ended up with two of them somehow. So we would go out on Friday and Saturday nights. We stole them. <laughs> well, I know we did. <laughs> we would go out on Friday Saturday nights, and I mean, in the seventies, at the movie theater, people were standing outside on the sidewalk. You know, this was before the mall, and so and we would just drive by the movie theater and just hose the whole line of people standing in line. I mean, and then we would remember the the one time we got the one guy that got so mm-hmm. mad at us, he mm-hmm. chased us all over yeah. town for like half an hour. Yeah, and then come and find out he was like some really bad guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, had he caught us, we'd have, we, we'd have seriously been in the hospital, yeah, I guarantee I'm, you. Yeah, because he, he went to jail later in life for, I, for armed robbery. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Didn't we call him Frankenstein? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were such assholes. Oh, we would squirt people. God, but it was just so funny. Oh, remember what else we would do? Um, we would take the windshield washer fluid thingy. You know how it squirts up uh-huh. on your... And you could... You Turn can, it the other you way. You could bend them sideways. <laughs> so you could, it wasn't as quite as much fun, but it was a lot more discreet. You'd be just standing there, do 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 hit your windshield washer button, and... Yeah, no. It wouldn't go as far. Oh. But yeah, the, that one, we were on Van Buren there, and went... We were in the right turn lane, and somebody's in the left turn lane. We shot over two, two lanes into an open window, and of course they couldn't chase yeah. us because we were turning right, and they they couldn't cross traffic. That was funny. It, oh we God. we would laugh so hard, and it was just <laughs> it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but it was that just, type of stuff. That's just stuff we did in the seventies, yeah. kind of kind of like the stuff they were doing in the movie. Yeah, it was a so. lot like that. Smashing. We did. I don't remember smashing mailboxes, but. I I know people did because I know yeah. I know there was there was mailboxes. In That's Eno. a federal offense. Yeah, don't want to. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't I'm, do it. I'm not admitting to that. I didn't so do real it. quick, let's uh, let's talk about the one reason that you would want to see this movie is the music. Yeah. I did see some reviews and comments about this song was left out. That song was left. There's a reason some songs were left out because. The director of the film spent one sixth of the whole film's budget just securing the rights to the songs that he did get in the movie. So there wouldn't have been any budget left had he put 
any more than what he did. Was there twenty? There's twenty nine songs in the movie. Twenty nine songs or I'm, parts of the song. He spent a hundred thousand dollars on Sweet Emotion at the beginning. Sweet Emotion, Aerosmith. Um, we've got Highway Star by Deep Purple, Schools Out by Alice Cooper, Jim Dandy, Black Oak, Arkansas. Why can't we be friends by War? Um, God, I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. Free Ride. It seems like when Free Ride came on, there was something really cool happening because I remember um, that. Uh, ZZ Top, Kiss, um, Rock and Roll All Night. Now, they in the movie, what statues did they steal? Band statues? The, um, I don't know what they were, but then they... They painted the painted statues with like, Kiss faces. Yeah, like uh, uh, Gene Simmons and uh, Paul Stanley. Yeah. I don't remember what the statues were, though. They, they looked like they were like playing instruments. Oh, yeah. They may have been from like a Civil War display or something. Yeah. yeah. American Revolution, I mean. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, is there a soundtrack? Mm-hmm. So you can like buy the soundtrack? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would highly recommend if you guys grew up in the 70s or you love the 70s, I'd try to find the Dazed and Confused soundtrack, and I guarantee you there's not a bad song on it if you like that uh, rock and roll music. And again, there's a lot of songs that didn't make it, but they had to spend so much money on the songs that they had on there. And and if you don't know, you can't just use a song without <laughs> paying some money in a movie. Yeah, we get away with it just because we're talking about the song. And, and we, we could get in trouble. Probably like you playing that song right now. I mean, if they wanted to push it, they could tell us to, you know, delete the episode and or get it out of the. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, but, yeah, but we're cool. Yeah, man, we're cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So so talking like that. What any favorite quotes? Uh, well, of course the whole Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Now he was Wooderson. Wooderson. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Now that was ad libbed. I think. I don't. Oh. I don't think that was written into the script now, is it exactly just me like or, is he, or did he say that in other movies? I don't think so. I think it's <laughs> been used so... I think you hear it comedians and and stuff, but no, I don't think it's been... I don't know. By now it probably has, I guess. <laughs> this movie was made in 93, which just boggles my mind. Yeah, 26 years ago. That's crazy. Another one of his was the one we've already said. That's what I like about these high school girls, man. I get older... They just stay the same age. Now he, he was now he was graduated already, correct? And he was working for the city. So that was and that was another character. We we knew people like that that would show up at parties and they were like, Old they had graduated from high school, but they were maybe not intelligent. I don't want to say intelligent. Maybe well, they they didn't have aspirations to go to college. Yeah, that's and so they were working some yeah. mechanic or city job and mm-hmm. trade. Um, but they were still living the high school life and partying, and that's what he was doing. And they were old enough to, to buy beer, because back then, when we were that age, you only had to be 18 around here to buy beer. How did we get beer before? Or did we drink? I know we drank beer before. We must not drink that much. I remember one time, um, I won't say his name, he gave me his ID. I bought, <laughs> I bought Little King's. Oh, that was I because I I needed the ID because I was going into a liquor store because oh. we bought Little Kings, and I used his ID and the guy just looked at it and thought he, it was, thought it was me. <laughs> Did he look like you? Kinda a little bit. Who was it? 
I don't want to say his. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want. Well, he <laughs> is he like a official person now? No. Oh, so oh. anyway. Oh, DM. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I remember him. Um, had a hot sister. Yes, he did. Which was Kyle's girlfriend, sorry, Kyle. Bam, now we know who it was. Uh, what else? Any other cool things from the foosball? Uh, they mm-hmm. played foosball in the pool hall. Yeah, and I always sucked at that. I, I kind of got semi-good. I never got super good at foosball. Yeah, you were good. You were beating me. But yeah. I got decent decent at foosball. Loved, loved foosball back in the day. Um, it had a, a, a fairly good budget. For the, you know, it had a budget of six point nine million, but it only grossed seven point nine million. I was gonna say, yeah, it was. It didn't make it. It's it's a cult classic. It's yeah. just like uh, Phantasm, some of those other movies. Just yeah. enough people when it came out on DVD and stuff like that. Then it kind of got more of a following, yeah. and so it just barely made money at the beginning. But it did make money. I mean, yeah. two million, you know, million, little over a million dollars. Yeah, and one thing that I read, there was a lot of a named actors that wanted to be in the movie that that the director didn't pick that they uh yeah Vince Vaughn yeah uh, what part did he want he uh I think he ben. was Benny Ben which one was Ben I don't know yeah he auditioned for I can't even read my own writing good lord Benny Bernie Benny Benny Bernie Benny I'm so confused here's somebody that was in the movie that most people unless you've read some of the um you know uh, what are facts of the movie? Renee Zellweger is actually in the movie, and if if you if you don't know this, you're you would never find her. But when McConaughey and his three buddies, um, you know, I think Mitch, and then two uh, Landon London, I mean, uh-huh. uh, Pink, Pink, and then one of the football players, the guy in the overalls, overalls they're all four standing up against the pool hall. And it's right before McConaughey says the line about getting older, but the girls stay the same. A girl walks past them pretty quick, and they all stare at her and, you know, kind of check her out like they're checking out her butt as she goes by. Well, that was Renee Zellweger. I'm going to have to look that up. So so the movie was filmed in Austin, and um, Austin had kind of a budding actor factory type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was part of that, I guess, you know, so she was basically just trying to be an extra and getting whatever movie she could, but she didn't get any credit. No, it, it was like me being in what was, uh, yeah. wildlife or, you know, you're, you're just an extra, but if you don't, basically if you don't get a line, you're usually an uncredited extra. Yeah. So that's that, not right. Hey now. All right, all right, well, all right. some of those scenes have like, hundred extras or oh, you, know, sure. so yeah, you just yeah, can't. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Boy, Mitch Kramer, he sure does look different nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Richard Linklater was the, um, I guess, writer and director. He did the screenplay, which basically is the, well, I mean, the, the screenplay is the uh, adaption. If somebody wrote a book, it's how it's turned into a movie. But I don't. It was probably never a book. It was probably just. Oh no! Yeah, no. It's like when Star Wars was never a book, was it? No. Yeah, it's just a a screenplay. Is just what you go off of to make the movie. So. Oh um, my! What else are we missing? There's got to be something else. Oh oh. Um. 
I don't know. It just, uh, it's kind of a cool, again, if you grew up in the 70s, it's kind of a cool movie to reminisce, especially the music, um, and look back. I mean, the heads, Rock I can picture, you know, three or four guys that look. And so that, another thing that is kind of funny about them is some of the guys that we graduated with, not only were they the persona of the people in the movie, some of them looked. Yeah. I mean, skinny, long hair, hat backwards, or, you know, it just, there was a lot of people that actually look like the characters in the movie, which I think is why I enjoy it so much. There are some people watch the movie and didn't associate it in any way with them growing up in the 70s, which, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But we lived in Oklahoma. It was filmed and about a high school in Austin, and so... It's kind of the so if you were like maybe on the east or west coast maybe it wasn't quite, quite the same. Sure, yeah. But uh, it was pretty close to our experience. Um, Very close. Growing up and uh, getting through school in the seventies. Yeah. So and it, did we mention it was the last day of school? It was the last day of school, and it, and the whole movie is basically one day and one night. Yeah. It starts. Yeah, it's not quite 24 hours. And they call it a coming-of-age movie. So the kid is kind of shy, mm-hmm. and he's trying to avoid being spanked. Mm-hmm. And all then he, he gets spanked, which kind of gets him into the good graces of the seniors, and they kind of take him under their wing. And so he becomes a part of the party crowd and gets a girlfriend and makes out. And, <laughs> and so by the end of the movie, so, yeah. I could see where somebody might call it a coming-of-age movie. Yeah, yeah. but. There just wasn't enough. It wasn't a. I don't know. I, I can kind of see it, and I would say it's 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 a it's not a drama. So no. and it's not a documentary. So you kind of have to throw it in the comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. I mean, I laugh when I watch it because oh, yeah. there's some scenes that are pretty funny. It's funny as hell. What the one guy um, where they're they're driving down the road and he he wants he's telling them you know I I you know I was had this plan and I was going to be a lawyer and yeah, my guy, that. Mike. Yeah. Mike. And, and then he sits back and they say, well, what do you want to do then? I want to dance. <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> I don't know. I think comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's from a movie. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But it, so to me, there, it was a comedy. I mean, there was a, a lot of good, funny, funny. Things. Just don't take the movies too yeah. seriously. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. That was Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg, yeah. So just just watch the movie, enjoy it, listen to the music, don't think too hard about it. Yeah. Let us know. Send us an email, buzz at Buzzhead Media. Let us know what your thoughts are on the movie, Dazed and Confused. I want somebody to pick out a character that reminds them of you. Although I know they don't know you from the 70s, but from what they know of you. Yeah, or... Pick out the character that you think you are and email us or message us and say, hey, I grew up and I was this character. And maybe even send us a photo. Yeah. So anyway. A photo with a 70s Buzz t-shirt on like I'm wearing right now. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Have we uh, railed enough on this this movie? I think we've touched... On that as much as we can touch without getting arrested. We just thought <laughs> we just thought we would bring it up because um, I would say think about are there really uh, any other great seventies movies? Hmm. What was that movie about the kid that went on the road with the band and wrote about him? Oh, speaking of band, I do want to touch on this. I, I hold that thought. 
Remember, at the very, very end of the movie, they're going to Houston to get concert Tick, tickets. Uh, Aerosmith tickets. And back then, that's what we had to do. And and that was that was just almost as cool as actually going to the concert, getting in Alan Goodson's Camaro. Well, that's funny that you say that. We couldn't buy tickets, could we? We no, had to literally had to, get in his Camaro. You had to go to the venue and buy tickets. Yeah. And you had to get there early or they would sell out. Yeah. I remember... He and I went down. Were you with us? No. I'll tell the story real quick. We went down to Oklahoma City. He had a Camaro. Camaro, but what? I, I can't even. Anyway, silver or mm-hmm. gray or Camaro. We were coming back, and the hood unlatched oh, and flew right. up and, and hit and came into the windshield. Were you with us when that no, happened? No, I remember you guys talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of, but yeah, isn't that weird that we yeah. had, had to go? We had to actually drive almost two hours from uh-huh. Enid, Oklahoma City stand in line at the venue to buy tickets and then drive all the way home, mm-hmm. wait a couple of weeks, and then drive all the way back to mm-hmm. go to the concert. Yeah, yeah. Or And you'd have to pick up tickets for, you know... Like, oh, yeah, know. people would send money with you. Yeah. yeah. And so back then, we were going to Kansas, um, Thin Lizzy, Journey... 38 Special. Lover Boy, Sticks. <laughs> Gosh. You guys went and saw Kiss, but you went with Mark's parents, parents yeah. yeah. Okay, well, um, please go to iTunes, leave us a uh, review, leave us a comment. We, it, The comment doesn't have to be a review about us, but just comment what you remember about the 70s or something. We'd, we'd love to have you uh, leave comments on there. Send us email, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. You can catch us just about everywhere. Please go to our Facebook page. We will try to update that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of stuff that we do is Buzzhead Radio. So we've also got buzzheadradio.com. We've got Buzzhead Radio on Instagram, which I may try to start updating a little more. Um, but um, you can go to buzzheadradio.com, and you can l- listen to our radio station, which goes streams 24 hours a day, and we mix in our 70s Buzz podcasts into that radio station, and it's all talk. Like yesterday I interviewed... Oh, here's something real quick. Yesterday I interviewed a guy that's on an upcoming episode of Naked and Afraid. Who's from Enid. Who's from Enid. But next, in about a week or two, we're going to interview Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band. And so he'll be... and then Oh, you know what we're going to do too? We're going to make an episode out of it. So it's going to be an upcoming Buzz... 70s Buzz podcast episode where we will do the show on Casey and the Sunshine Band... And at least half oh. of the show will be us interviewing him and asking him. So if you guys have any questions for Casey, let us know, and we'll ask him when we yes, do the interview. Yes, he's still alive. Yes, he's still alive. Still touring. <laughs> he's coming to Enid. He's playing. I can't even think of when the concert is. It's, it's later. In the it's a, quite a ways away. Yeah. yeah I, I mentioned to Lance. You know, I got your text, and I told Lance about a guy who works with me. And he goes, who's Casey in the Sunshine? He didn't know who Casey in the <laughs> Sunshine like, Band was? He, he oh, my no, he's like, He goes, what songs did they do? And I'm like. I'm your boogie man. Oh boogie man. What was their big song? Was that one? I think that was it. Yeah. Now and somebody's going to lay yeah. into us because there's probably one bigger. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I dare you. Okay. Let us have it. So, again, appreciate you guys. Thank uh, you very much. Keep sending us show ideas. We are collecting those. We love all your show ideas. And I guess we're going to get out of here, Todd. Cheerio. See ya. Cheerio.